0: For those of you who don't know, my name is James Barron. (laughs) It's a new year. I've changed my look. (laughs) Actually, I'm joking. Um, James is out with, I guess he has a soccer, his kid has a soccer tournament or something today. So he asked me to speak, and I thought, cool. But, uh, you know, I I love this time of the year because it's all about new year and newness, and, you know, things just seem to be, it's like we have a clean slate to start over again. And I was thinking about that this morning. I actually had something else I kind of want to talk about. And this morning I woke up and I thought, you know, this kind of just impressed me to talk about this. So we'll go with this and we'll see how this, this works. But, um, you know, the, the whole idea of the new year, we don't have to wait for a new year to have a new slate ever again. I mean, actually, if you think about it, the whole new covenant is all about a new slate all the time for us. And it's such a cool thing to think about. And I thought about this the other day. You know, the, the, the thing is in this class here, we kind of talk about the same thing every single week, but it never gets old. It's always new every single week. And just the idea that we've been forgiven of all of our sins and that, you know, Jesus Christ came not only to save us, but he came to live as us, through us. I mean that's just amazing and it brings the whole um the whole uh works mentality and it totally throws it on its feet. I mean, you know, the the idea that we have to work for something is is gone now. Jesus does it through us. And so we don't have to strive. You know, when James asked me to talk, I thought, "Oh gosh, I don't know if I want to say anything. I'm a little bit nervous to get up here and talk in front of people." But then I thought, "Well, you know, I, don't, I shouldn't have to worry about it because when I'm being nervous about what I'm going to say up here, the focus is on myself. Right. Yeah. And it's no longer on him. So if the focus is on myself, it's wrong anyway. <laughs> right?
1: That's
0: right? That's right. So, <clears throat> you know, what I thought we'd do tonight is uh, one of the things that is so neat about this class is, number one, James is a fantastic speaker and I love hearing what he says. But even, even more than James and hearing what he says, I love to hear what people in the class have to say. When someone raises their hand and says something, that just speaks volumes to me. Sometimes James is a great speaker, but man, sometimes somebody will say something. It's like, oh my gosh, that is right on what they just said, Um, and and I love hearing that. And so, what I thought we'd do today, as opposed to me standing up here just talking and expounding on something. you know I just want to hear we've got the new year we've got New Year's resolutions but let's just talk about the new life in Christ that we have right now and let's just talk about what we've been learning over the past year maybe two years I don't know how long it's been since all of you have come to this realization of the New Covenant and what that means but let's just take some time and and just you, you guys can you know raise your hand and, and let's just kind of talk about what What the new covenant means to you, and kind of what you've been learning through this whole class that James teaches. So let's go ahead and pray first, and then what we'll do is is we'll go ahead and get started, okay? Lord, we thank you that we can simply open our mouths and you will fill it, and you will say what needs to be said. And you use all kinds of people, you use all kinds of situations. Um, You use nature. You use so many different things to speak to us. And I pray that today we would just listen to what you have to say. Let the Holy Spirit, who is our ultimate teacher, teach us and tell us uh, what it is that you want us to hear and what it is that you want us to learn. Thank you that it has nothing to do with us and has everything to do with you who you are, and what you've done for us. Thank you for the new year and for the new newness of life in union with you all the time, every day, every hour, every minute. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I was talking to um, Russ and Hazel the other day, and I said, you know, the the cool thing about getting together in a group of people who understand... um, the new covenant is just that what happens is when you start talking, it's kind of like popcorn. You ever watch popcorn, somebody, something pops and then all of a sudden the next go, oh yeah, 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 I got this. And the next one pops, the next one pops. It's just cool to see. And the truth of the matter is, you know, God has given us the Holy Spirit to teach us uh, and guide us. Um, and, and there there's certain things inside us when we hear it and we know it's true. The Holy Spirit just kind of says, that's true that's exactly that's right on and, and that's really what happens so I'm going to just open this up to everybody I mean a lot of people are nervous to share or to say something and that's okay but really this is just family and when you're nervous just think about this nervousness is a focus on yourself you, ha- you all have things that you can share and you can say and God's going to take whatever you say it doesn't matter and he's going to use it for good So even if you feel like you said something really dumb, you didn't say anything dumb. And, you know, the other thing, too, is it doesn't matter. God, you know, the other day, uh, my wife and I were speaking to a very good friend of ours in the neighborhood who's a Muslim, very devout Muslim. And he said something the other day that was so theologically correct about religion that both you and I stopped, looked at each other and said, can you say that one more time? We could not believe it, and so just proof again that God uses all different people, all different situations, uh, to get across what He wants to tell us and teach us. So, does anybody have anything they want to say about what they've been learning over the new year, over the last year, or what they've been learning about the new covenant? Um, what has God been teaching you lately? And we'll just go from there. So, think about what God's been teaching you guys lately, and. If you have something, just raise your hand. Can I ask who you are? (laughs) James (laughs) Barron. No, (laughs) it doesn't matter. No. (laughs) My name is Scott Sheldon. My wife Julie is back there. My kids Daniel and Esther. So, But don't record that, please. <laughs> Does anyone have anything? What's, oh, and my parents. I'm sorry. My parents, Steve and Linda. I, I'm not going to. That's right. She gave birth to me. That's slightly important, too. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, yes, go ahead. I
1: was going to say that, um, like everybody else, I've had so many rejections. To me, uh, in that regard, I am accepted in the beloved. And that has become more real to me in, in recent months. And it's just so precious. Wow. And it's not just for me, it's for, it's for all of us. You know?
0: right. We are all accepted. Right. And, and it's 100% acceptance no matter what we do or say or don't do or don't say. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Go ahead. Well, in relation to that, I was
2: thinking of something that James said. Um, I think it was just before Christmas. Forgetting, said, Forgetting what's behind. Like he said, you know, sometimes we go to bed at night and we think about all the things we did wrong, or all the things that happened to us, or you know, all the hurts we have, right. and we kind of can nurse that. But you know, that has really, that has really been a blessing to me. Forgetting what's behind, like leave it behind because it's the past. Forget it. And go towards Christ. Right. Don't, don't let yourself <coughs> stay there. Right. Just move on
3: with the Lord.
0: Because it's a new day. Every day is new to him. Right. Every minute is new. Yeah. We'll just leave it behind and go. Yeah, it goes along with the whole New Year's theme. Yeah. And it goes along with the focus on ourselves and not on him and who he is. And that's what's so great about this whole thing. That's great. something, I'm glad His mercies are new every morning. I just yeah. start over again every yeah. morning with that new mercy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love sunrises so much, because it's like, you know, when you wake up really early and you watch the sunrise, it's like the light just starts bringing everything to light, and everything's brand new again. I love that. And actually, His mercies are new not only every morning, but every minute, <laughs> every second. <laughs>
3: Dad. Dad. of mm-hmm. course things that are new in, in October like you know that I was with a group of indigenous people in Brazil many of them were new believers and one group in particular had resisted following God for a long long time. but through scripture and through a variety of ways they really started following the Lord and have a fairly small those, those strong church one of their problems is, one of the challenges they faced is that before they knew the Lord, their language is a tone language, so it's like you're whistling sometimes, so you change the pitch you your la-da, la-da. It sounds like it's being sung sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, their fear of the spirit world was so strong that when they would hear birds singing in the jungle, they would hear messages from Satan, not from Satan. Right. They thought they were messages from their gods telling them what to do, what not to do. And most of them were messages of despair. Mm-hmm. If you don't do this, you're going to die. If you don't do this, you're going to die. I don't condition, I you not going to get any fish you know all kinds of things like that and he said he said it, it was the tones of those because they whistled back and forth to each other with their tones so they really tones are really important after they came to the Lord they still struggled with that because they would hear these messages don't believe what you read in scripture because it's not true don't da 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 whatever it was that they met these birds were singing so they decided to pray one well, and pray prayed and said God that's not how you are so help us Know what to do, mm-hmm. and he said the next day when he went out in the jungle, every song that he heard, every whistle, every bird that he heard sing, was singing something that flushed from scripture.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I, through, I mm-hmm. so he went through a whole list of
0: things to be he heard in mm-hmm. yeah. the tones of these birds Yeah.
3: So that's a pretty dramatic example, but it's not unlike examples that are being shared here. Right. Just as real. and Just developed.
0: Right, right. The interchange happened. Yes, that's the right. Energy. Yeah, inside they were their so ears changed. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, no. The new sound. Right. <laughs> right, and you know that's true when you said interchange because nothing has changed around us. No. I mean, the reality when people come to know the Lord, the reality is the reality whether we know it or not. And so the change has already occurred. It's our perception of what that change is, and our our understanding of that reality. And that's what's so great about the New Covenant is just waking up and learning this reality all the time. And it's it's unbelievable. It's like it gets better every day and you can't believe it can it get any better. And it does get better. And so. you
4: know, that was so cool what you said about the birds like that. Because the scripture says that even the rocks will cry out. All of nature praises God. But they couldn't hear it because... Satan was,
5: was blocking that. But once they heard it 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 was
0: praising God. That's just incredible to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that hear is. We
4: can, hear. we can hear the mountains. saying what they're gonna say and Yeah, it'll be so much fun. That's so exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Anyone else? Yeah.
6: My the two statements that I just love. One of them is is that God's not counting our sins against us anymore. And the thing I love about that is it's like it's not only that he doesn't remember them, but he just isn't even worried about them. They've all been taken care of. And that just like is so liberating to know that it's not even like he's like going, oh, there's her sin and I'm going to just, he's not counting. He's not making a mark anymore. That's so liberating. And along with that is that I'm trusting in the righteousness of another. That's the other thing that just like blesses me so much. It's like, wow, this is not about me getting it right. Right. It's about me totally trusting that Christ got it right for me. And those two concepts just, I love how he phrased those, and they just bless
0: me and give me life. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the whole focus on ourselves as opposed to who it really is at all about, which is him. That's amazing. Yeah, I I love that too and you know the whole thing about sin you know just with I I always had this vision of God keeping accounts of what we were doing and what I was not even what we were doing but what we we weren't doing you know oh I should be doing this (laughs) you know even that account and that makes it doubly bad but I just I love that yeah there's no accounting whatsoever it's not like they're written down and then wiped aside they're they're not there. <laughs> that's great. Anyone else? <laughs> Sally. Um, I've just continued to be brought back to uh a verse that's brought me great comfort. It is a Second Corinthians.
7: when I forget that I get up and I forget that and I look at my body it's failing and I look at my eyesight it's going away and I'll trip terribly and I'll think that that's the sum total in the heavenly realm really that's where we need to traffic and stay because the body is a constant opposite sometimes of of another reality that um, is not accurate and I'm just real glad that in the last three years that we've been with James and he is a reminder of a different reality that really is where we need to camp out. And I think that's why we all come, come to this class every week is because of that we need to hear that, be reminded of that, and just um, remind each other of who we are in Christ, where we are to live our lives. And I'm just really glad Jack and I talk about it all.
0: Oh, that's awesome yeah yeah you know that is true the thing about this class that I always talk tell Julie my wife about is you know this class is different in the fact that all we do every week is remind each other of who we are that's all we do that's it you know it's not three steps of how to have a closer walk with God or five steps for a new year and a new you or whatever the case may be that you're going to hear in a lot of places. All it is is just a reminder of who we are in Christ. And that is so refreshing because, you know, like you said, Sally, that that is the reality. You know, we, we may think this here and the visible here and now is the reality, but that's not the real reality. You know, and when... When we die, I love how James talks about it. You know, our eyes are going to be open to what the true, the real is. And we're going to go, oh my gosh, we had it all wrong. (laughs) Thankfully, he gives us glimpses of what the truth is here.
1: started happening, I was so afraid, just this horrible fear, how will I work, how will I live, how can I manage, it? and then the uh, condition left, and then it came back, and then it left, and then it came back, and now it's there, so the shade was pulled out in my eye, and, um, but then, I wasn't afraid anymore. I, I got past the fear of the decay of the body, and the things. I started focusing on what you were saying. Of, this is not me. I'm safe, and however I have to adjust in this world to function, the Lord will show me how to do that. And it really caused me to start thinking about seeing only the spiritual. You know, because I'm walking along, tripping on stuff, and running over curves and stuff. I get this <laughs> So I just started focusing on what is really real. So it's really been a blessing in that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I do have confidence that the Lord will enable me to make any adjustments about it yeah. today. But, but the greatest thing was getting over the fear. The initial fear was just paralyzing. <clears throat> you know, like you cut your arm really bad. Or something horrible happened to your body. You're just... You feel sick to your stomach practically when you see what's happening. But once you get, and that's the fear of the flesh. But once you get past that, and the Lord
0: you know, shows you you're whole, you can still see. Yeah. Would Would you say the fear then is a focus on yourself? Is I that what the cause of that is? Yeah. 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 That's neat. That's true. What <laughs> <laughs> else? you know, when we're talking about that, uh, the, the
4: Kind of is like a fear of not knowing you know, what's going to happen. I, in '97 or in um, 2007, I had uh, cancer <clears throat> for the second time, and I was in the hospital. And the doctor came in and he said, "Carol, I've got great <coughs> news." And oh, great, he said, "You have lymphoma." I was like, "Okay, that's real good news." And he said. Well, yeah it is. He said, I thought you had pancreatic cancer. And he said, if you had, there was nothing I could have done for you. And so, of course, I went through all the treatment and everything and find twice I've had cancer lymphoma. But last Sunday, I, a friend of mine up north has been diagnosed with all kinds of cancer and short of a miracle from God, he is going to die. Mm-hmm. And so I, I keep praying for him, and I started thinking about that—that mm-hmm. that pancreatic cancer stuff that they said I, they thought I had. And I started to get so excited. I said, "Lord, if I had had pancreatic cancer, I'd probably be with you now." Mm-hmm. And there was a great excitement about going to be with Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's just and. And I have to say that, that since I've really understood grace, it's been an easier, more expectation of going to be yes. with Jesus. It's so much more exciting to me. It's like, now, I, I don't have kids and grandkids and all that, so I know parents like to hang on to those types of things. But, but it's like, oh, God, I can't, I can't wait to yeah. I, I'm going
0: to but <laughs> <laughs> I can wait a little longer <laughs> that's great yeah. anyway
4: it's, it's
0: just exciting yeah. to
4: know God that way I just can't wait to get there
0: Yeah. Um, and, and I guess the waiting to get there is just to see the whole picture as it really is because heaven is now heaven isn't something that we're waiting to go to, we're living, heaven is now, right? Is were you going to say something? It's now inside yeah. of us. Yeah. And that's happening to me more and more, Carol,
8: um, as I focus more on the on Lord, on His beauty and the beauty of His personality and who He really is and the glory and all that is like mm. an excitement building.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it's true.
6: But I like that because it's like eternal life is knowing him. And so there's no longer any separation. Death doesn't have a sting. Because yeah. there's no separation between now and then. It's just we're going to know him more. It's just right. a continual progression in life. And so death is no longer this traumatic event but rather just one more step into being more intimately united with him in person. And so it's just really cool because before it was like I don't know I just it was like you almost had to look at heaven as future. Right. But it's not future. It's a continual progression. It's another step. Right. That's how I see it different.
0: Yeah, it's just taking the veil off. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love that because I always had that same feeling that you know I can't wait to get to heaven or, but I did have a fear too because when I started when I saw God in, 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 one, in a certain way of being somebody who's keeping tabs on what we're doing and what we're not there was a fear of dying and there was a fear of am I one of those that are going to make it or not make it even you know <laughs> isn't that a hor- it, it was a horrible hor- hard- it was a horrible way to live and it was a horrible feeling and it got so bad that I eventually burned out and said, "That's not really for me, I don't think." You know, but thankfully, seeing the truth has brought me to where now I love him more than I ever could have before. Even, you know, I couldn't even fake how much, it, how easy it is just to talk about Jesus and who he is and what he's done for us. You know, anybody else?
5: That's the point, because right. I am, you know, right. I am. And it's just like, and I come boldly now. There's no like, well, let's see, maybe I better do this or do that before I even dare to come to His presence, because we come through Jesus, the veil's been torn through His blood and His body. So for me to come boldly before the throne of grace, it's a, a reality. It's not just, you know, the written word. And, right. and that's really helped me. Right. Because I come and I just tell the Lord, hey, this is how it is. They <laughs> 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 don't show up. There is nothing for that. <laughs> and, I mean, he knows what you're thinking anyway. So, um, you know, I'm more free to talk to God how I would have almost talked to any of you that's right here, you know, and just say, hey, well, this is it. You like what I'm saying? Well, this is how I feel. So I, I talk to God like that and I just feel so relieved that I can't. Because he loves me for who I am, and I don't want to be—you know—you want to pretend when you come to God. Mm-hmm. You, you have to put princess on me. Lord, Thou was the most holy. God God. <laughs> and all this stuff, you know. And I'm done with that. So I'm, I'm really going uh, away and, you know, being hidden in Christ. You know? Yeah. I, I'm hidden in Him. I'm yeah. Hidden he who sits in the secret place of the Most High, you know, you your place, abide abiding him. The secret place, I believe, is in Christ right there. It is. That's the secret place. You know? yeah. So I, I focus on those things. And like probably everybody in here is going through something, whether it's physical, emotional, financial, relationship, whatever, you know, and that's what gets me, you know, through the day and through the
0: hard times. Yeah. So... I'm just excited about that. I it, just love the throne of grace. It changes your prayer life, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And actually, but
5: It the, does. It just frees me up.
0: The term prayer, actually, I have a totally different view of what prayer is now. You know, prayer before was... Oh, I learned this a long time ago. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving. Oh, something. Right, 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 you know, and it's like, wait a minute. That's not it at all. I mean... When I talk, when I think of him, I'm talking to him. That's, you know, prayer is is no longer this formal thing anymore. That's great. That's great. The whole idea that we don't have to worry. There's no. You just go boldly. I mean, he knows who you are anyway. <laughs> There's no hiding it. We can hide it from other people, but not from him, right? So he made us. He knows how we are, and he made us knowing that's the way that we were pretty amazing anyone else?
8: Of grace, the scepter has already been extended, mm-hmm. and there is no fear, wow. no fear, no trembling, no fear, just coming boldly, yeah. And, um, with all speaking, you know, confident that I can talk to him, because right. As I with my daddy, that he yeah. just has extended that scepter already because of what Christ did for us, yeah. And, um, it just <coughs> absolutely sends a thrill of joy through me thinking That I can just run up there boldly, the scepter has already been extended. Every one of us can do that, yeah, with no fear. It's that fear thing, yeah,
0: that
8: is getting whacked down to size, right? <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: Right, yeah, you know, this is a stupid analogy, I you know, but with all
9: this going on, with Prince William and Kate Middleton, and the engagement, and all you know, you can't go on the internet without seeing something about them. And that all of the discussion about her being a commoner, and I saw a headline last night that she had been invited, she was with some of her future in laws and going to some wedding or something. But I thought about how we our commoners, and that, just that, Barbara, that we can, about the adjustment that she's having to make to get into this royal family and all the protocol and scared to death to go see her, his grandma, you know, all this mess, and how we can how easy we, what access we have to the King of the universe, to the, to the, the Creator of Right, right, to the God <laughs> of glory, and yeah. the contrast between those two is right. so, uh, it, it, yeah, it's just, I thought what a privilege we are to be loved by the Creator of the
0: universe. Yeah. And then he lives in us, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah. He's
0: <That's> so cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Chili.
10: And so we can just love anybody, you know, be accepting of anyone, and, mm-hmm. and that to me is so freeing not to, I mean, I, I'm still,
0: I, I, it's still a process for me, yeah. you know, so brave in, in, in me, but
10: being so accepting and, um, and not looking at that anymore in, in other people, not being so... That was such a focus. That was such a, a stress, you know, because that was always such a focus. And now when I see that in other believers that still struggle with that, I tend to, <laughs> I, I will, I will tend to, you know, to God, I might say, Man, I just wish they could just give that up, you know, and, because it, it's so, um, know, what's the word? Such a weight. It's so. It, if that's what your focus is all the time, you can't even enjoy people. You can't even enjoy other people and and, and love other people for always focusing uh, on your shortcomings. You know, yeah. They're 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 happy. And it's so freeing. Yeah. Not to live that way. Yeah, that's. And, and it's been a process, and you know, it's still a process. There, but that's just one of the um, aspects. of Grace that I know you and I talk about that a lot with, with accepting others, you know, to be good friends with you uh, our friends that are the husbands of Muslim and the wives of Hindu and we can be good friends with them and just talk with them and enjoy their company and I, I would have never done that before. You know, I let alone maybe talk with someone else of another
5: denomination
0: you know (laughs) what I mean
5: and so it's just waiting for it yeah Uh, to move on to Julie it is, Julie said uh, I I know what she's talking about because if you have that mindset that you look at people through um, because you, you go to this church and they go to that church and they don't see everything the way you do, you tend to, to shy away from them. Whereas if you start to be friends with them uh, and let them maybe, maybe bring up something or say something, you have opportunity to speak into that and say, well, see, the Word says this. And, and more or less, if they have been enlightened about that truth or their pastor or teacher only, you know, hammers on, thou shalt not... <laughs> and, and for a whole year and doesn't do anything else with the Bible, uh, they might say, oh, I'm, they've never told me that. But if you shy away from them, you'll never have the opportunity or give them the opportunity to hear anything other than what they're hearing. Right. So you you know, you know, want to draw people to you and be friendly with them and then when they have an issue or they're saying, you know, oh, my mom's sick or this is happening, we don't know who this, and then you might speak to them, and then they might be like, "Oh wow, nobody's ever told me that."
0: Yeah, and you can really help them. More. You, you might not get them
5: all into your camp, right? Uh, you know, at least they'll they'll hear they'll hear a truth that they've never heard before, and if it helps them and it brings them to a closer relationship with the Lord or a better understanding of who God is, and God really loves them. And, he didn't uh, cause your husband to lose his job because, you know, maybe you you, you were know, mean to each other and so the Lord's teaching you something. And then you can speak, say, no, no, that's not how our lucky God is. Nowhere in the Bible says He's going to take away. He doesn't take away. He gives, He gives. He's a supplier. <laughs> so I agree with her that we need to um, do that and I find myself um, do, doing that too, trying to engage other people, who, you know, in conversation who I know that they're, they're way out there, you know, yeah, and whether they believe in God or believe in nothing.
0: And when we look at other people the way God looks at them, right. how can we be judgmental at all? So God's not.
5: We're, we're supposed to, if, you know, if we keep all the salt, you know the saying, in the bag, you know, right. what good is it, you know? It's, yeah. it's no good. We have to, t- you know, spread the, spread the joy below the love. Are you going to say it's something? Just, it's just, to me, it's just loving to other people without
10: Right.
0: Just love you know, just just, just in relationship. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah, because I would say even before, you know, we would maybe make friends with people for ulterior motives because you know, you really should have this type of friend so that you can witness to them or whatever. Look, I'm not gonna change if if you think I'm gonna change someone that's right. that's crazy. God's gonna change them. Um, And what we say, you know, God's going to change their heart, not us. And and when we start thinking that we're going to change people, the focus then is on us. And that's the wrong focus again. So God's going to do it. And he's going to do it through you. And that's what's so cool is God lives through us. I mean, that's just awesome. But I'm getting the time out. Go ahead. One more.
2: And she does not believe in God, you know. And James has been teaching us about nature, and I really, uh, you know, the way nature speaks to us. And I've just really been experiencing that in my own life. It's just all together different. You know, when I go outside, it's like, whoa, God. So um, she had shared with me that she had seen the eclipse, you know. When I guess it was about three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, gee, I missed that. And then, you know, we had the class, and, and James was talking about how the eclipse is, is a miracle from Earth that you see. You know. And so last, that Sunday, I was riding my bike, and, and the other thing she's been hurt by somebody in the neighborhood, so she hadn't spoken to anyone in the neighborhood for more than, I'd say, three months. And if she sees you coming, she runs in her house. She's <laughs> just been sad, uh, and she's alone. So I saw her this day, and uh, was right after James told us about the moon, and um, since so she had shared that the eclipse, I was riding my bike, so I just kind of rode it into her driveway. <laughs> and I was like, Mia, I have something wonderful to tell you. And I shared with her about that. And she just got tears in her eyes. And she's like, you know what? There really is a creator who made the world. And she was just all amazed and taken back by the eclipse. And then, you know, what James had taught about how it's a miracle that we, you know, how can the moon cover the sun? how can that be yeah. and yeah. so it was just you know, it was
0: really an awesome moment wow. and I just thank God for that that's we great there. Good. Yeah. cool well um, it, it's just neat to hear the reminders of what God's doing in people's lives and what we're learning and this is just a reminder of who we are in Christ just a chance to get together and remind each other of that so let's so go ahead and pray and we can go ahead and leave Thank you, Lord, again for who you are, that you are our all in all. Um, You are so great because of what you've done. You're our daddy. You're our protector. Um, Thank you for what you've been teaching us. And thank you for what you're going to continue to reveal to us this year through other people, through James, through circumstances we go through.